0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Carpet Time Confessions. I am Deja.
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: And it's been a very long time.
1: Uh, yes. How are you? I am alive. Amen
0: all we can ask for these days yeah did you change your nose ring no no oh, it looks like smaller Sorry. like the
1: the one or the uh, the septum
0: yeah no no oh. well roses thorns anything you would like to share over this extended break we've had
1: uh i <clears throat> i don't even know what's happened like in life I don't even remember the last time we did this, honestly.
0: Last um, time we did this, it was in March. It was like right after my birthday. Uh, and we talked about work relationships. Uh, yeah, long time ago.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, We're just going <laughs> to Rose and Thorn. Um, my th- Thorn is oh my grades are due tomorrow and uh, I'm not done so that's a that's a thorn mm-hmm. and um, a rose is that uh, maybe I got uh, my friend's wedding invitation I got it in the mail today um
0: oh fun in Chicago that's nice or mm-hmm. okay yeah well, you have a uh, plenty weddings that like you're about to be attending. <laughs> Um it's only it's only due this year though. And two next year. at least.
1: Yeah, at least. It's
0: wedding season.
1: <laughs> uh, how are you doing? What do, what do you have for us?
0: Um, my thorn is school because I'm tired of it. I'm very yeah. tired of it. and I'm ready for the semester to be over. I only have like, I don't know, three weeks left, but that seems like a lifetime. At this point, and my rose, I don't really know if I really have had many rosy moments. But for today, I will say that I led a training at work. It was like four hours, very long. But it went really well. And like the people seemed to receive it really well. So that was good. That is good. Yeah. That is good. That's as good as it's going to get over here. Okay. All right. Are you ready to do word association? Yes. Do you want to go first?
1: Um. Sure, I'll go first. Okay. All right. The first word, clean. Mister. Oh, okay. Earth. Ground. Growth. Struggle. Era.
0: Taylor Swift. I don't know why <laughs> she popped in my head. I really don't, but... Is that and the name of her tour?
1: It is the air Tour. Oh, I'm like, why would I think
0: of her? Okay.
1: <laughs> and last word is dream. Land. Okay.
0: All right. First word is euphoric. Zendaya. <laughs> Scratch. Itch. Glass. Window. Murder. Mystery. And last word, Vanessa. fudges? Laché, but that's a whole nother story. Oh. <laughs> Trash. Um, all right. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Yeah. So this week I thought it would be fun to bring some TV to the article for this week. Um, yeah. it comes from education week and is titled from euphoric memories to workplace dysfunction. Teachers see themselves in Abbott elementary. Um, in the article, they're talking about kind of how Abbott Elementary um, was able to become this hit sitcom on ABC following education, education, educators in Philadelphia, an elementary school that is underfunded like many of the other public schools that exist within this horrible, horrible country. Um, and... There's a quote from it that says about 40% of educators have seen Abbott Elementary, according to nationally representative survey conducted by the Ed Week Research Center earlier this month. Among those who have seen it, most enjoyed the show with 12% saying they love it. And nearly three-fourths of teachers and administrators who have seen the show said they thought it was a realistic portrayal of education and educators. Would you agree?
1: Mm -hmm. That it is a realistic depiction? Um. Yeah, like, yeah, that that first episode when she said her and uh, Jacob trauma bonded. I was weak, but I was like, low key. <laughs> That might be what it is.
0: I was literally just having this conversation with my sister the other day because the finale comes on tomorrow. Yeah, let's say, yeah. Um, and I was just telling her how, like, that show shouldn't be that realistic. It really shouldn't. Like, I'm not even in the classroom anymore, but so much of it, I'm like, dang, was somebody in my room there there are a few moments I just wish Quinta would open up like suggestion box where we could insert our own s- stories or like I could guest write on the show like for an episode you would bring me in to talk about my story because I have some stuff that would give people a good laugh some really wild things things I've shared on here and some that I have not and yeah I think that would be cool Um, The article also stated that a part of the, like, realness to it, two of the writers on the writing, what do you call it, team?
1: In in the the writer's writer's room. room,
0: That Mm -hmm. (laughs) they are, words are hard, they um, were former educators. And then, as we know, she has a strong background because her mother was an educator. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I just thought that, I love that there's actually... Previous teachers that are in the writers' room um, being able to add that real like life piece to it because I'm sure like so many people can guess from the stories that they tell or hear from other people who are teachers and things like that, but it's nothing like having somebody in the room um, for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, later in the article, there was another piece where they were kind of talking about how race is portrayed within the show. And -hmm. they were talking about the episode where (laughs) principal Ava was um, doing like the step class, Mm -hmm. the episode with them and things like that and how that was like such a great moment in television. Um, The article also said that it's interesting to think about how like, although Ava and Janine are both black women, they are not represented in the way that a lot of black women are usually represented on TV as far as being, like, matriarchs or, like, thinking um, back to, like, older views of how Black women would be represented and they kind of are able to be themselves on the show. And so they were talking about that episode specifically, and it says, the episode centers Black girlhood. Coleman said, we see Black girls being free, being joyful, being happy in the school building and with one another, and more importantly, with the leader. It later talked about how One study found that adults see black girls as less innocent, more independent, and less in need of nurturing and protection than their white peers. And I read a book called Why Are All the Black Girls Sitting in the Cafeteria Together? I think that was the name of it. I read it like a couple of years ago. And Mm -hmm it was really, like, eye-opening to think about and see the ways that black girls are represented or viewed within society, and I think Abba Elementary in that episode specifically really did, like, do a great job of just showing black girls being, like, happy and carefree and doing stuff they love, like dancing. Like, it's literally just that simple. Um, Later in the article, they also kind of talk about, like, some of the other characters in there, like, Having Mr. Johnson be like such a pivotal character and they talk about we see janitors as lower class and not well paid, but they're so
1: integral in
0: integral <laughs> that. In giving wisdom (laughs) and advice to students and also people like me. And I think that he is also one of my favorite characters just because of that. Because it's the people in the buildings, like, sometimes that are constantly overlooked that add so much value. And he adds so much value to that show. Like, it would not be the same without him.
1: No. That's why he became a series regular.
0: Yeah. Definitely was needed. Um, Anything else specifically you want to say about Abbott Elementary or... What you think about its realness, especially for you still being inside the classroom?
1: Um, I mean, it's a little different because older uh, kids, but uh, I just love that it exists. Um, it taps into a market that is not often represented because what we get on TV, we get a lot of, like teen dramas or these other things where, like, sure they're set in a school, but like the teachers aren't important. And so like shifting it to where teachers are like the center of it. It's a bunch of teachers in America. And also everybody at one point had a teacher.
0: Yeah. So it was
1: like not hard to tap into the uh, the world of the show, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's wonderful that it exists to tell the story that is often overlooked, especially on like a mainstream network. Like, sure, there was a show literally called Teachers, but it was on like TV land.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And who was watching that? I mean, I was, but who else was watching it? Not me. Right. So um, the fact that it exists in this mainstream way on a network, like a one of the standards, ABC, Primetime, Wednesday, token over the Modern Family slot. Um, I think is good and visibility and also kind of helps, I don't know, I want to say like humanize teachers. And mm-hmm. uh, because at least, I don't know, like at least like pre-pandemic, like the idea of teachers because like you're so far removed, you don't really think think of them the way that you used to when you were in school and like so close to them but kind of humanizing the job that they do like it's not easy it's not just showing up in color time and like whatever it's so many other things and so much more than that and I think having something like that that like the show like Abbott that showcases that just helps make people more aware of others as well
0: yeah for sure I agree with all of that and I just love it and I hope that is on for Seasons and seasons and seasons to come because there's so many different stories that can literally be told. Yeah, And I'm forever rooting for Abbott Elementary. So if you don't watch it, you should watch it because it's great. And I don't watch many comedies. You don't. It's not in my realm of television, but I love Abbott Elementary. I'm always caught up on that. (laughs) Any other thoughts about
1: that article? Uh, I don't think so.
0: Let's move into, I guess, the real reason we're here, because we haven't been for so long. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Life has gotten very hard. Life was already hard. I don't want to make it seem like it wasn't, but for me personally, I can say I feel like I got to a point where I was drowning in a lot of different areas of my life, and the more... I thought about kind of all of the obligations that I have, and it became just very difficult to like pull myself together enough to even record or have the time to do it or the brain power between work and school and like regular life. I feel, um, and yeah, I, we, I guess, have decided. Um, to take a break, not like the break that impromptu just happened, but like a (laughs) actual informed announced break, um, from podcasting from this podcast specifically, just because life is lifing and we kind of just need to like allow ourselves to life right now. Yeah. Um, yeah so before we just like buy and dip out of here and it's not i'm not expecting it to be like a goodbye forever but just like a let's pause get our lives together recalibrate and bring the show back whatever that might look like but i did want to ask two questions um before we kind of like talk about it a little bit um first like what have you learned anything during like this time of us working on this specific project together or what will you take away from doing this podcast together for now
1: um well like i literally learned uh different like editing things mm-hmm. obviously cuz that's you know one of my responsibilities um, so like I learned some things there that I could potentially use. Like if I also choose to do something else, I don't know. Um, So I was like that's like a, like tangible skill mm-hmm. that I acquired, but not that I got good at it or anything. But I did learn some things and some shortcuts that made it easier as I was like more episodes we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thing is that is I knew this about myself. <laughs> like I I I I um. Mm, This is something that I learned, right? Mm. That I need to better communicate um, because I often operate just in my head Mm. and I'll communicate like, I'll say like one thing, do all the steps in my brain and then say something random later. That's not random to me because I've done all the processing, but maybe like random to you um, because I didn't communicate the intermediate steps that my brain was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it at work all the time too. So, um, But like at work is like different because like I'm with those people all the time and I'm like, okay, I can literally say, okay, let me backtrack the things or whatever. But then it's right. just, you know, loss in communication.
0: Yeah. Um, When I think about what I learned during this time, this was really like a, I won't say that I'm, A very logical person, per se. Um, I wouldn't necessarily describe myself like that in every way all the time. But I will say that usually when I do things, I put a lot of thought and effort into them, like preparing for things. I'm a planner.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And this was not something that I really planned because I knew if I thought long and hard about it, I would talk myself out of it. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: I kind of just jumped at first into like making this decision and like getting all the stuff and recording episodes and like really was the first time that I well I won't necessarily say the first time but like the first time in a sense where like I'm putting myself out into the into the world and like another space where like I just made a decision kind of without thinking through it really and not to say that people can't do things like that or that me making those choices was a mistake because I don't necessarily think they were a mistake, but I just learned that that's something that I can do. And (laughs) I never really have wanted to ever do that before in my life and kind of just throw myself into something without really thinking about every single step in detail of it. And it felt good in a lot of aspects, but it was also really scary. And um, I think in thinking about like social media and the world that we live in now, And you're like expecting things to go a certain way sometimes, and when it doesn't, it can sometimes get like discouraging or feel even more difficult, or you can start to question some of your like intentions or the reasons why you do things and. Um, I never wanted that this to be a space like that because it's something that I really enjoy and being able to still be super connected to education is something that is really important to me n- now that I'm not in the classroom and figuring out how to continue to share my voice and advocate for children, and advocate for education and teachers and everything that comes with it. So I guess another like piece of that, is like I learned how to use my voice in a way that no matter whether it's 6 people or 60 people or 600 people like it's out there for people to hear and that's something like worth being proud of and like worth reflecting over. Um anything else about anything that you learned before I move into the other question?
1: Um well no, not that I not that I learned. No.
0: Okay. My next question was, um, what are your, like, hopes for the future? Whether it's, like, this podcast-related specific or, like, what do you plan on doing or spending this break doing? Just what's on the radar for you?
1: Like in life?
0: Yeah. In life, in relation to this, anything?
1: Well, I have to figure so many things out.
0: Mm.
1: Um... Like in life, in this in this moment, um, of like, literally, what am I gonna do with my life? You know? Yeah. And where am I gonna do it? And so, um, that is uh, the, the 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 top uh, priority because uh, we live in America and we have to work to make money. So I Sadly. gotta figure out what uh, my plan is for that. Um, And that is uh, terrifying um, and like stressful and just filled with uncertainty. And yep. So that the the, the hope is that I figure it out. But I mean, I will have to make some sort of choice. Who knows if it'll be a good one or the right one. Um, But I have to do that. And uh, yeah, that's a really big thing there. Yeah, it is. So I think I think I think anything else on top of that is... I don't want to set the bar too high.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, hmm. My hopes for this podcast specifically in the future are to come back refreshed and in a space where I can be more consistent because it is something that I want to be able to do but I don't I don't like doing things when I don't feel like I'm giving it like my best effort and I don't feel like I have been given this my best effort and so that's kind of where the this this decision came from Um, but I hope that I can like once school is done with for the year which is close and I get, like, I just feel like I had, like, a lot of different things going on in my life with, like, school picking back up and getting a new job and starting this and, like, other things that I'm working on outside of this. I had a lot of just new things that I was just kind of, like, throwing myself into, and I got lost in some of those things, the things that were easier to get lost in, like, this, opposed to, like, not going to work or going to school or something. (laughs) Um, So I hope... I just come back in a better space to continue to do this because it's something that I am really passionate about and I really do see myself doing for the long haul. Like I made a joke with my boss, which was kind of a joke, but to her, like it started as a joke, but I wasn't joking. I was being like dead serious Mm -hmm. um, about how like one day I really want to have a TV show where n- maybe not necessarily saying this podcast turns into a TV show, but having a show where I get to like interview or like talk to teachers in some way, shape or form. And she used to be in like production and stuff. And so we were kind of like talking about it. and She was like, oh, we can make this happen. Like we can, you know, we could start doing some stuff and blah, blah, blah. And so that came off like very as a joke. But I'm like, no, I'm really serious about that. Like when you're ready, I'm ready because you just let me know. But um, I see this like being something that I want to continue to do for the long haul. And so just hopefully being able to get myself in a better space where I can be consistent and like give it the effort that I know that it deserves so that it can potentially grow into something that's like really a life. I won't say lifelong, but like there's a big like a chapter of my life really dedicated to this. And I can be like, remember when you were struggling to put out an episode yeah, no, not anymore. Like, you're very consistent and thriving, and it's become everything that you originally thought it would be. Um, unrelated to this and this time, I hope to just kind of, like, reset myself and kind of work on just getting my life together. I don't know what that even means. I don't know what it really looks like. I just know it's not... I'm not going to say it's not together because I could be in a much worse place. I understand that. And like things could be a lot worse, but it is not together in the ways that I need it to be together. And so Mm -hmm. I think I just need to like take some time to reflect and make some shifts and adjustments to figure out what's going to be going on. So, yeah. So Mm -hmm. now goodbye forever.
1: Like a ta for now?
0: Yeah. Anything else you want to share?
1: Um, I just want to share that I enjoyed doing this project with you. I, life just gets so busy and us having like a semi-scheduled time to actually like work on something together was nice.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Well, one last pop culture segment for now. Do you have any music you would like to share from this uh, week that you've been listening to
1: yeah actually i can because there's one song that i literally like just keep just keep going back and playing um and thats Yippie is by hippocampus okay
0: <laughs> never heard of that song or that human but
1: uh I think it might be a band. Actually, let me not lie. I don't really know because I never did any research into them. But there's a they have another song that I at least one more song that I also like. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: And also, overnight by Maggie Rogers.
0: Ditto to what I just said about <laughs> the other person or band. But all right, um, one song I have two also one song that I've really been playing, which I hate myself for playing this. I hate it every time I want to hear it, but I have to is Search and Rescue by Drake. He just, like, dropped a song last week. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that it's kind of like a, not a diss, but, like, a direct, like, diss, low-key, because it's Drake, let's be serious, to Seek and Destroy from SZA's album. But I don't know how true that is. But knowing Drake is probably true because he's the type of girly that would do something like that. (laughs) But I really enjoy that song. More than I want to admit. And then the other song is from Daniel Caesar, released a new album, which I convinced myself to listen to, even though I had erased him from my brain. Many (laughs) people did. (laughs) Yeah. But I did get it to listen. And my God, is that man talented. Mm, It was a really great album, in my opinion. My favorite song is track two called Valentina. And that has been like heavy on my repeat. Also, the whole album really has, but I really like that song. All right. So, yeah. Any TV shows that you have watched recently or in Um, this long span of time that you would like to bring up?
1: Well, I've watched many things in the long span of time, but I'll just go with some recent things that have been sticking with me. Um, One is Shrinking on Apple TV+, Plus, which it's not, I mean... It's new, but it didn't just end like in the past mm-hmm. week or so. I just started watching it last week mm-hmm. and, um, I really like it. It's, um, like shrinking as in like therapy
0: mm, okay.
1: and Jason Segal plays like a therapist. Jessica Williams is in it. Um, Harrison Ford is a therapist in it. And I, I just think it's really good. I think it's like funny at times. I think it's heavy ish in certain aspects. Mm. Um, just like heavy on like the human condition and I think it's interesting I actually think that I think that you might be into it too um but yeah Shrinking I only watched four episodes I think out of ten but I'm gonna finish it and it did get renewed for a second season and I think it's really good okay the other thing you you probably wouldn't really like but it's Jury Duty on Amazon Freebie and it's hilarious it's like sounds like Jury Duty it's kind of like a mockumentary Mm. about Jury Duty okay In a sense, um, however, one person thinks this whole thing's real. Like this dude thinks it's just some documentary being filmed about his jury duty situation, Mm -hmm. and he does not know that every single person around him is a paid actor, and this whole thing is made up. So he is being so for real, and everything is scripted. Oh, okay. And it honestly, I do think you should check it out though, because like the premise is just so interesting, and I do think it's really uh, it's good. I'm enjoying it. There's Six episodes so far. They're going to be eight in total. In the last two drop on Friday, I believe. So, okay. for this time, by the time this comes out, they will all be out. All right.
0: Maybe I'll give it a watch.
1: And it's quick. They're only like 30 minutes. Not even. Okay.
0: We'll see. I don't know if I really watched much new television. I'm not going to lie. The only thing that I know for sure I watched was Love is Blind. Because yeah, that's that what just I assumed ended. you were going to say. So I didn't say that's it. That's literally pretty much all I probably have watched. And while Aaliyah was here visiting me, we watched The Great Soul Food Cook-Off on HBO Max, which is random. But we love, like, me and my sisters love watching cooking shows. So, but Love is Blind. All I have to say is season four brought the drama. Seasons two and three weren't as good to me. In my expert opinion, one and four have been the best. Jackie is a villain. (laughs) Irina is a villain. Micah is a villain. I stand by those statements. And Marshall, you're not as much of a sweetheart as you want the world to believe. I'm convinced that's all I have to say, even though I feel like he is the lesser villain in that little situation that happened. Tiffany and Brett. No notes. I mean, like, I feel like I know them. I'm related to them. I, honestly, Tiffany reminds me a lot of myself. I think it's just because she's just always so, like, her hair's always in the clouds. To me, she always seems like she's not really there. Like, she halfway there, halfway somewhere else <laughs> in her head. And I feel like that, like, about 95% of my life. So, yeah, I love them and... Zach and Bliss, I wish them the best. I have have nothing to say about them because they don't interest me. But I think Bliss is a pretty girl and Zach looks like a caveman now, so I'm confused. But he came to the reunion looking much better. And I must add, I will say one thing about him. He was ready to eat all the girls up at that reunion. He came fully loaded, like... I feel like he's a different yes. man now Since he's been with Bliss She kind of has added some some. He just got a little dip to his walk now And it's I'm going to say that it's because of Bliss Because he didn't have it when he was with Irina And he's shining bright like a diamond now that he's with her And I, I like that for him So wishing them the best That's it
1: I just want him to n- never sing again. Or at least I just Please. don't want to ever have to witness it.
0: And nobody else, else give him a compliment on it because you're lying. <laughs> and why would you lie? Why are you lying? Why would you lie? That was so unnecessary. You could have just held that party in. You didn't have to say that. He had already said it was basically cringy to watch back. So you didn't have to do that. It didn't help the situation. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> But so um, <laughs> also, I want also like to say, please do not allow him and Vanessa to have their jobs back. I know they didn't already film like two more seasons of this show. <laughs> I get it. But let like less season seven, if that will even exist after the way that they really got on Netflix and acted a fool on Sunday with this live mess. That was literally a mess. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Vanessa doesn't even know what questions to ask. She was just up there, lost in the sauce, looking goofy, going after the wrong people. And Jackie and Josh, I will say y'all are some punks for not showing up. I can give Micah and Irina plus one for at least coming to the show and showing their face. I will say that much. <laughs> I applaud them for actually coming. And yeah, those are my my thoughts on "Love Is Blind" season All right. four. Any movies you have watched, I don't think I've watched a movie.
1: Um, yeah, I watched that movie I see you, which is on Netflix that was like on TikTok oh. for like I don't know, a minute saw so a oh, couple videos. Oh no. Or like a video about it on TikTok. And um it definitely was interesting. It for sure there was uh there was there were twists. Um like at least one thing that I truly, absolutely could have never seen coming. Like, it was no part of me that was ever going to know that that's what was happening.
0: I think I was talking about that movie with Aaliyah because I asked if they're watching it. And they said, yeah, while they were here. But then we didn't watch it together because I was like, OK, I'll just watch it when you leave. But I never did. So.
1: Uh, um, but yeah, it's not scary even though there is like at least one cover image that does like very scary. Like it looks like, yeah, no, you're lying to me.
0: I literally turned my phone. It was like, is this scary? Have you seen this? Because it looks terrifying.
1: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's not that, that, that photo is though. Yeah. But the movie is not, uh, it's not a horror movie. It's not scary. It was some, I guess, a bit of suspense, a bit of a, a thrill or whatever, if you will, but not horror.
0: I definitely didn't watch a movie, but it made me think about a show that I watched, that I told you to watch, that I don't remember the name of now, the docu-series. Oh, Stolen Youth. Stolen Youth, which is on, what was it on, Hulu? Yes. If you haven't seen that, and I know we're not in the TikTok, I mean the TikTok, Lord, the TV, I'm telling you, my brain is barely here, it's holding on my thread. They're not in the Lord. TV portion anymore, but that's worth mentioning. If you haven't seen Stolen, you go watch it. It was literally, I love documentaries, docu-series. I, I love docu. Throw Doc me into you. it, okay? That that was some crazy shit. That was some of it. the craziest shit I've ever seen. And I just really couldn't believe it. So go and watch that if you haven't seen it on Hulu. It's worth the watch if you like docu-series. And learning about Creepy stuff because it is creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I was just in shock the whole time.
1: Yeah, it is like a bit disturbing though.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Very disturbing. Um, any other movies you wanted to share?
1: Um, I mean, I watched Murder Mystery too. It was fun. I laughed. It was decent. Okay. I think the first one might have been better though. But you know, had a good time.
0: All right. Sounds good. I have read a lot of books. Since we last met, um, I'm going to go through them and I will rate them because I rate all the books that I read. And so the first book, well, not the first one, let me not say that, but the first one that I'm going to share is Don't Cry For Me by Daniel Black. This book was so good. It was a collection of letters written by a man who was like dying or Yes, he was sick. And he wrote a collection of letters. Oh, no. Was he sick? I can't remember anymore. But him and his son were estranged and his son was gay. And so he wrote a collection of letters to his son for him to find once he died. There we go. The, to kind of explain like how his life came to be and like explain different situations that happened to the son while they were younger from the dad's perspective and things like that so he can try to understand him more. I gave it a 4.2 out of 5 but I really probably should have gave it more than that because it was really good. Like I don't read many books by men also and that was a book by men and I really enjoyed it. Another book that I read was called All Her Little Secrets by Wanda M. Morris. I gave that one a 3.8 out of 5. It was a mystery slash thriller, and it was kind of like a slow start, I said, but it did keep me intrigued, and I felt like it was kind of predictable. So I was like, okay, like, it was good, but yeah, whatever. Um, I also read Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon, who is one of my favorite young adult authors. I gave that one a 3.5 out of 5. It wasn't my favorite book, by her, but it was still cute and really good. I had also just read The Sun is Also a Star by Her, which I think I mentioned on here already. Mm -hmm. So I kind of read those back to back. And then just yesterday, I finished this book called Highly Suspicious and Unfairly Cute by Talia Hibbert. And that was like this young adult book also that follows these teenagers. There's this girl and this boy and they used to be like best friends when they were younger and then they kind of had this like falling out and so they hate each other now that they're older but they both like apply to this program and have to like spend time together and it's kind of like following them like rekindling their friendship and yeah it was really cute and I liked it a lot. Hey, those are some of the books that I've been reading in this off time.
1: All right, book girl.
0: I'm a book girly. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the episode. We yeah. have 21 episodes strong. And I would just like to say to wrap up, thank you to everybody that listened, that tuned in, to all the friends, family, and just anybody that really like gave encouraging words along this journey or yeah spoke any piece of life into either one of us or this podcast it has really been something that we both i can say have really enjoyed and it's not goodbye forever but ta-ta for now and i'm excited to come back and keep doing this and seeing where it continues to grow and very grateful that we were able to do this together for this period of time
1: yeah yeah dude happy i did it with you man
0: me too um, If you would still love to keep up with us, we would love for you to continue to do that during our journey. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm not the savviest on these social media apps, but maybe we can start like just posting some fun. Oh, my gosh. Is everything OK over
1: there? I, I thought the siren was gone. <laughs> I know. Like, the siren
0: is downstairs coming to get you, it sounds like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do like some fun stuff on our social media page still and continue to follow us, please, so that you can be the first to know when we are ready to come back and this podcast is ready to come back and do all the things. Yes. And yes. And all right. Well, it's been real and um, ta-ta for now and we will see y'all later.
1: Yes. Thanks for joining us on the carpet. Bye. (music) Thank <music> you.